Hello, my friends. Joe Zank coming to you from Holy Rosary Parish on Wednesday, June the 17th, uh, a little bit later today. I had a busy day, just kind of running from one thing to another. It is a little after three in my world, um, and so wherever you are, again, I wish you every joy and blessing. I hope your day uh, has been filled with good things. I've been kind of cranky today, um, just kind of going from one thing to the next, and feeling a bit overwhelmed, so I hope it doesn't find its way into this uh, this time together. So, But let's, uh, let's jump to our gospel today. Uh, we finished Matthew chapter 5 yesterday. Uh, again, as we move through the uh, ser- Sermon on the Mount. So today, we're actually going to kind of jump around for those who want to follow along. Uh, we're going to start Matthew 6, 1 through 6. But then we're going to jump to 16 to 18, and you'll see why, if you have scripture at home, this is the gospel we hear every Ash Wednesday. Really famous, uh, really good, and it makes perfect sense to jump uh, those 10 verses or whatever we do to add in those three at the end because it, it uh, creates a nice triptych. It creates a nice uh, pairing. It, it, the flow is really good. Uh, and then tomorrow, what we'll do is we'll jump back and we'll fill in that middle spot. And you'll see how that, that makes sense and why we did that. But in the meantime, yes, Matthew 6, 1 to 16, oh, excuse me, 1 to 6, 16 to 18. So let's listen to the word of God. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to his disciples, take care not to perform righteous deeds in order that people may see them. Otherwise, you will have no recompense from your heavenly Father. When you give alms, do not blow a trumpet before you, as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets, to win the praise of others. Amen, I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you give alms, do not let your left hand know what your right is doing, so that your almsgiving may be secret, And your Father, who sees in secret, will repay you. When you pray, do not be like the hypocrites who love to stand and pray in the synagogues and on street corners, so that others may see them. Amen, I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you pray, go to your inner room, close the door, and pray to your Father in secret. And your Father, who sees in secret, will repay you. When you fast, do not look gloomy like the hypocrites. They neglect their appearance so that they may appear to others to be fasting. Amen, I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you fast, anoint your head and wash your face so that you may not appear to others to be fasting except to your Father who is hidden. And your Father who sees what is hidden will repay you. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. So good, isn't it? Um, Again, you can see why this is one that we get every uh, Ash Wednesday, because it's got that Lenten theme of prayer, fasting, almsgiving. Every one of those paragraphs reminds us when we give alms, uh, when we pray, what to do, when we fast, how we should go about that. 
And so it, it makes sense for us to hear that at the beginning of Lent when we enter those enter into that time and enter into those three spaces of prayer, fasting, and almsgiving to remind us how to do it. So recently, gosh, I think it was this past fall, a parishioner came to me and asked me a really good question and said, Joe, it seems like we hear that gospel every Ash Wednesday and then immediately we go against it. It says... We are not called uh, to draw attention um, to ourselves, but yet here we go on Ash Wednesday and we put ashes on our forehead and we call attention to ourselves by doing that. Isn't that exactly the opposite of what Jesus is saying in this gospel? That's a good question, isn't it? And I'm going to say no. And here's why. Because the first part of every paragraph, I think, is the key. And Jesus uses the same pattern in every one. So let's start with the first. Take care not to perform righteous deeds in order that people may see them. Otherwise, you will have no recompense. When you give alms, do not blow a trumpet before you as the hypocrites do at the synagogue in the streets to win the praise of others. Amen, I say to you, they have received their reward. So then the next paragraph, when you pray, do not be like the hypocrites who love to stand and pray in the synagogues and on street corners so that others may see them. Amen, I say, they have received their reward. When you fast, do not look gloomy like the hypocrites. They neglect their appearance so that they may not appear, or excuse me, so that they may appear to others to be fasting. Amen, I say, they have received their reward. What is their reward? Well, the reward is the attention of other people, because that's what they seek. They're blowing a trumpet so everybody looks over, and then you see that they are giving these alms, because their desire, their intent, is for others to see their good action and think good of them. And to the extent that they do, that's the only reward they are seeking, and they have received it. When you pray on the street corners and stand and, uh, and, and pray like the hypocrites so that others may see them, they've received their reward because their reward is not... Um, or the intent or the importance is not what they're praying. The importance is, are they seen as somebody who's holy? Is their reputation intact? And as long as it is, because people have seen them, and therefore that is what they are seeking because they're doing it so that others may see, they've received their reward because they want to be seen as a person who does that. And when we fast, Uh, Don't be like the hypocrites who neglect their appearance uh, so that they may be seen fasting. They've received their reward. Why? Because others would look at them and say, wow, look at them, they're fasting. So again, the object and the intent here is not the purpose for which they fast or the intention for which they fast, but it is, look at me. To the extent, brothers and sisters, that you and I would get ashes on our forehead on Ash Wednesday to say, look at me, then yes, yes, we would be hypocritical. We would be exactly like they are in the gospel. But to the extent that we would be signing ourselves with ashes that reminds us 
Woman, man, you are dust, and unto dust you shall return. Or that reminds us to turn away from sin and be faithful to the gospel. To do that is an act of humility that says, I have fallen, Lord. I mean, it's, it's sackcloth and ashes beating our breasts saying, Lord, be merciful to me, a sinner. To the extent that that is our aim, and not look at me, I'm holy, I went to Mass and I have ashes on my forehead. The same action can go down two different streets. And that, again, similar to what we looked at the last five days, is it's looking below the law to what is driving it. What is our intention? Because if our intention is to be seen by others as generous, as prayerful, as holy, as, as people of sacrifice, and so we want others to see us in these actions, then we've seen, we've received our reward too. Because that's our end. But if our end is to commune with God through these actions, then we don't let our right hand know what our left is doing. Then we go into our inner room and close the door and pray to our Father in secret. Then we wash and we, uh, we appear uh, as any other day, not, not, not different. Now, here's the, here's the good news, brothers and sisters. Well, this isn't the good news. <laughs> I'll get to the good news. Here's the truth. You and I make an abundant number of decisions every day out of reasons that we may be conscious of and reasons we may be unconscious of. And we have as the intent and the driver of those decisions and actions a legion of reasons. Um, Father Richard Rohr, a Franciscan priest whom I have a deep love for, says uh, often, I've heard him say it, that we all probably got married, those of us who are married, we all probably got married for the wrong reasons. But this is when he tells the good news. He says, but don't worry. God can redeem all of that. God can make that new. Because brothers and sisters, when we are being honest with ourselves, our intentions in most, if not all, all is probably too big of a, a, a... brush with which to paint, but our intentions with most are impure and are many. It's for our own egos, our own security, our own uh, benefit, or, or circles around me, or, or my tribe, or my family, or, or how I want to look, um, or how I want to look about myself. Who cares what others think? But even then, I might think I'm this person so I can fool myself. Um, it comes from our greed and our lust and our sloth and our anger and our desire to hurt. But brothers and sisters, I'm not saying that that's okay, but I'm saying God can redeem it. I'm saying that to be honest with ourselves um, oh gosh, you know, I've talked about centering prayer before, which is, is my favorite mode of prayer right now. 
which is just going as best I can, and lately it's been hard, but going and just sitting in silence. And, and you know, I often say, well, that's where I hear the voice of God, but it's not like God speaks to me. Um, more, I think, is what I, what comes forward are these parts of me that God is bringing forward, saying, Joe, you realize this is in there, right? And you realize this is there, and this is there. And in a sense, it's the voice of God because he's, he's putting it in front of me that in the midst of all my words and actions and the busyness of a day that I can repress or I can pretend aren't there or I can seriously, unconsciously know and not know that they're there. But what he's inviting us to in that time of quiet is he's inviting those things to come forward and say, okay, now that we know they're there, how do I give them one to God? Two, how do I love myself in the midst of that, knowing that they're there? And how do I let God love me too in the midst of that? Because in helping me do that, loving me in the midst of my shame and, and imperfections, then maybe, just maybe, I'm able to love others in the midst of theirs better. There's a wonderful scene in the, the movie The Last Temptation of Christ. I thought the movie was okay. The book was, was much better. The book was, is phenomenal. Um, but the uh, movie when Jesus is in the desert and these different voices and shapes and beings approach him, that's what that centering prayer is getting to. In those times of quiet, we see those motives that may be lurking under the surface. And the more we can acknowledge them, the more they gain less power over us. But remember, brothers and sisters, the good news. The Father Roar told us that I will tell you. I say this not to shame. No, 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 no. That's, that'd be terrible. This is just being honest. And, and the more we can be truthful, the more, listen, God, who is the way, the truth, and the life, can deal with us. Um, I say it to embrace it, to lean into it. And to realize our God loves us in the midst of it. And know that he can redeem all of that. He can redeem all of it. Even our impure intentions. He can make those actions from which those intentions are, you know, um, from which our actions spring. He can make them good. He can make them good. Because that's his job. And I, and I praise God for that. Okay, let's pray. Wednesday. Joyful mysteries. Uh, let's take a bit of silence and um, call to mind an intention for which you would like to pray. The third joyful mystery, brothers and sisters, the incarnation of our God, Christmas. Jesus is born to earth. Heaven and earth are united in Christ. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen.
Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins. Save us from the fires of hell. Lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, brothers and sisters, blessings to you. Uh, may your day, um, well, may your intentions be good. And uh, may the Holy Spirit help us see what it is that drives us today. We'll see you tomorrow.